0: SAFM Sports Rack.
1: Thank you very much, Nastasia. The Money Web team back again tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock. I'm Brad Brown. Half an hour of nonstop sporting action coming your way between now and 7. And it's a jam packed show. We'll be chatting to, uh, I want to call him former South African Sevens captain. That's what he is. He's stepped down today, Carl Brown, where he'll join us this evening. We'll also chat to another Olympic bronze medalist, Henry Skuman. He joins us. He's nominated. DSA uh, Sports Awards. We'll chat to him a little bit later on in the show, and we'll also preview all your UA for Champions League action with Irfan Adam. But let's start with some cricket news. Big news of the day is uh, Faf Duplessis speaking out following uh, him being found guilty of ball tampering. Duplicy was fined. His match fever avoided suspension. And he spoke for the first time about that ahead of the third and final test between the Proteus and Australia at Adelaide. Dupercy stood firm in his decision, uh, in his uh, stance about the verdict.
2: Um, I still completely disagree with that. Uh, I felt like I've done nothing wrong. I think there's two ways of looking at it. Uh, I think you can either look at it versus uh, ball shining versus ball tempering. for me, if you talk about ball tampering, that is something that's wrong. It's it's picking the ball, it's scratching the ball. Shining the ball is something that I think all cricketers would say is is not in that same space.
1: The Proteas lead the two match, oh, the three match series two nil. They're eyeing a series whitewash, and Duplessis says he's relieved he wasn't suspended as this test gives him the opportunity to be part of
2: something special. As a, as a leader, you want to be part of. Of creating history And that's something we've done And, and I certainly wanted not to miss, miss out on that we've, we've played some really good cricket And we've got something going And it's important to, to keep doing that So obviously from a serious point of view It was really important to stay in it And then also as a playing in a pink ball test you know, It's not something It's pretty new to everyone I don't know how many pink tests will be played So this could be our first or our last uh, Or last as well So it'll be just nice to experience What it's all about
1: Meanwhile, Australia announced their match day 11. And it'll take on the Proteas. Matt Renshaw, Peter Hanscom, and Nick Maddinson will all make their debuts in ladies cricket. Despite the Zadli's 102 for the Proteas, the Australian women's side's uh, loss, oh, or the Australian women's side rather, clinched their ODI series after they beat the Proteas uh, by nine wickets in the third One Day International in Sydney earlier. Onto football now. Wits will move back to the top of the PSL table when they host Highlands Park should they pick up a point tonight. Cape Town City currently topped the log following their 3-2 win over Maritzburg United last night. Also this evening, Brock FC travel to Bloom Celtic who, by the way, have signed former Amazulu striker Ayanda Dlamini on a two-year deal. Sundowns host Golden Arrows and Free State Stars head north to the Peter Macabre Stadium. They play Polokwane City while Kaiser Chiefs clash with Supersport United. News out of Europe is that Spanish prosecutors have called for Barcelona forward Neymar to be sent to prison for two years for his part in a corruption case over his transfer from Brazilian club Santos back in 2013. And speaking of Barcelona, they're in UEFA Champions League action tonight. They travel to Celtic. The other selected fixtures sees Arsenal host PSG, Man City away to Borussia Mönchengladbach and Bayern Munich face Rostov. Meanwhile, Leicester City midfielder Danny Drinkwater has been charged with violent conduct by the Football Association for alleged elbow on Watford's Valon Barami. On to rugby now, the box are hoping to end what can only be described as a shocking season on Saturday when they take on Wales at the Principality Stadium in Cardiff. Springbok assistant coach Matthew Proudfoot says they know they've got their backs against the wall and Wales are not going to be a walkover. I think they've got a very good experience in the back line um a good ten, good, good centers good wingers attack with a lot of width uh, and they, they use a smart kicking game to outflank thank you so we're really expecting uh you know world to come out uh out firing Bradford says Saturday's test is, not, uh, is going to be not only about brawn, but brains are going to play a big part too. We want a, a good physical performance from, from our pack. We know we're going to be smart, and not just physical against the Welsh, they're really a smart pack of forwards, well led by Warburton, um, and, uh, Keith and Jake has a lot of experience up front, so we're going to be smart and really physical to, to combat uh, the strategies that we'll employ. Willem Alberts is still an injury concern for the box, but Bradford has more on the process before making a decision on his availability. We picked up a knock in the game on Saturday. Um, we're giving him till Thursday to be reassessed before we decide on his availability to play. Um, he is feeling better today, but we just felt it you know, prudent to give him a bit more time before we make that decision. And finally, in Formula One news, the Canadian Grand Prix will go ahead next June, that after organisers agree to deal with the sports commercial rights holders. Coming up next, we'll chat uh, to former Blitzpot captain Kyle Brown.
0: SAFM Sports Wrap.
1: You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And as you heard uh, in my bulletin on PM Live this afternoon, South African 7 skipper Kyle Brown announcing that he's stepping down as captain of the Blitz Box today. And uh, he joins us this evening. Kyle, welcome on to SAFM Sport Chat. Thanks for joining us uh, this evening. Big decision.
3: Big decision. Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, um, it's a big decision, but I feel strongly that it's the right one. And most importantly for me, the timing was right, I think.
1: Let's talk about what goes into a decision like this. And, and I say stepping down. You're not, you're not walking away from 7s rugby. You're just uh, giving up that leadership role.
3: We um, we sort of came up with the term stepping aside.
1: There yeah, we go. I like that.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it's been a long time uh, that I've been captain, and I've really enjoyed every every single moment of it. Um, having ended the Olympics now and going into the new four-year cycle for the Olympics, I didn't feel that uh, I was going to be available in four years' time for the Olympics. So I didn't really see the purpose of me staying on and being captain and uh, sticking around in a position where somebody else could, you know, could uh, hopefully. Um, gain a lot more experience, moving on forward and uh, and grow into that role better.
1: I find that uh, that decision fascinating, and, and I'm going to touch on something in a second. I'm not sure if you are able to comment on it, but it's a it's a very valid point. You you had a good run with uh, with the Blitzbox. It's it's been uh, it's, I mean just sort of incredible. I mean you, you can't you can't really have asked for more, could you?
3: No, no. I mean that that's exactly it. You know, if you had to look back on it now, it's been a fantastic run, and it's been. It's been one of those periods that it has been phenomenal to be involved with a sport that has grown so much over the last ten years, and and to have been able to lead South Africa, that's been at the top of of the best in that game, uh, has been very very special.
1: On, let's look at the, the the group that's there now. There's obviously a lot of youngsters coming through, but uh, taking over the captaincy from you, uh, Philip's name on you. You comfortable that uh, Philip's got what it takes and and can be the man to to take South African sevens rugby? Oh, uh, higher than what, where you've taken it?
3: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I was actually saying to somebody earlier that it's, it's like it's one of those little known facts that I I do very little captaincy. You know, we have a phenomenal group of leaders in, in the team, um, guys that have been able to support me through a lot of things. And, and Philip has been almost you know my right hand man and and the one that I, I lean on the absolute most. So you know he, he's fully qualified for the job, and uh, I, I really look forward to playing with him even more, as, as much much more
1: than I do right now. It's interesting you say that too, because sevens rugby is very conducive to that. As much as uh, the 15-man game, yes, you've got, to, you've got to skip on, and you'll have someone who's, who's maybe sort of heading up the back line, somebody who's heading up the forwards. Sevens, because it's, you, you, as players you've got to cover so much of the field, it, it, you've got to look after yourself. It's, if you're not going to look after yourself, no one's going to, and, and that does sort of really give the opportunity to players to, to step up and, and, and put their hand up in, in like you say, leadership roles.
3: Yeah, for sure. It, it's definitely one of those places that the more leaders we can have around the field, the better off the team's going to be at the end of the day. You know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have guys like, uh, like Justin Cadillac and Roscoe Speckman, and, and, you know, most importantly for me, Seth Africa in the back line. And, and up front, you know, it's, uh, my, uh, Philip, myself, Quagha, who's been leading, uh, the, the Lions in the Curry Cup, Chris Try, who's got over 50 caps. It, you know, it does make the job as a, as a leader a heck of a lot easier when you've got, you've got guys. You know that experience and uh, so
1: well versed in the game. Kyle, let's talk about continuity. Obviously, I, I, I like the fact that uh, as a squad and as a, a seven setup, you're talking long term, four-year cycles uh, around Olympics. Are, are you? Are you? Do, do you think sevens rugby's in, in a good place that we're not going to end up with this massive brain drain, so to speak, uh, a year or two before a big tournament like uh, like another Olympics? Yeah, well, I think
3: that's exactly what we're trying to achieve here. You know. It's, it's Like I said earlier, it's pointless me holding on to that role and then having an abrupt ending at some point um, where, I, you know, I suppose I just did it to to get a couple extra caps under the belt as captain. My, my, my role now would be to support whoever's in that role as captain to help mentor and grow a couple extra leaders or help the young leaders in the team to find their rhythm within the squad. And most importantly for me is to, you know, just to, to, to add benefit on and off the field as much as I can going now. Um, I think it is key for continuity. We've got good consistency within the squad for this next season coming up, and wherever we can find a spot or a gap to add a new young face uh, into the team, so that we have a, you know, we can grow that the depth of that squad over the next four years, going to the next
1: Olympics. Kyle, you, you've played a lot of rugby over the years. I think you've played in fifty-six World Series tournaments. There's another two coming up very shortly, and the team's going to be announced uh, at the end of the week. Uh, who's going to be doing duty for Dubai and Cape Town? How much, how much rugby do you think you still got in you? Well,
3: um, at the moment, I think I'm just going to take it season by season. I, you know, like, like I said, I've really enjoyed the last couple of years. Um, entering a, a sort of a different role now, pivoting a little bit. And quite interested to just go out and, and really enjoy the rugby for the last, uh, the last couple of tournaments. If it's my last time in Dubai, which hopefully it isn't, um then I'm gonna go out there and, 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 and try and go out with an absolute bang
1: let's talk about this season. uh it's been a, a case of always the princess for the last few seasons for for the blitzbox not that there's anything wrong with 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 losing to a team like fiji or, or the all blacks but i know it it really hurts you guys that you you haven't been able to 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 win a, a world series uh, recently it must be it must be something that's really still on the top of your list that uh, before you go you want another one under the belt.
3: Yeah 100%. We um it has been we you know obviously we're very uh, very proud of our consistency over the last couple of seasons. It's something that very few teams around the world can match, uh, how consistent we've been. But, you know, there's a burning desire amongst the entire squad to take it to that next level, to, to, to really step up into that, that position. Um, we've always been one of those teams that tries not to focus on the, the end goal and work on our processes. And I think that's what, uh, been our, you know, our, our steadying, our steadying force within the squad. Um, but yeah, I mean, 100%, as much as everybody else wants us to to be a number one spot, that's exactly what everybody
1: else in our, in our set-up is, is aiming for. And Kyle, with these two tournaments coming up, uh, Dubai and Cape Town, you guys have been working hard in the off-season. I know you've had a couple of, of warm-up tournaments here in uh, Namibia just a couple of weeks ago as well. How's the preparations been going? How's the team looking ahead of these two? The preparations have
3: been pretty good. We've, we had a strong preseason season with uh, very little ball and a lot of running and wrestling. Uh, which was always exciting and then we made our way up to soccer month a couple of weeks ago and i think that you know, after speaking to um, a lot of people reviewing that tournament it's you know it's one of those tournaments that it's fantastic to have you need those kind of tournaments one of those humbling tournaments where the opposition is tough it's scrappy um, there isn't some huge cup to play for uh you, you're going there to get time on your feet and you're going there to play some good right there it's important that we go out there and and then make sure that we, we can still, under any condition, whether it's, it's for a big, you know, middle or or for. Uh, just practice camp That so we got out there and We're able to perform Every
1: time we step on the field Absolutely And I said I was going to ask you A question about continuity And it's not related to sevens it's related to 15s Obviously your, your 15 man counterparts are, are having a really tough time Of it in Europe at the moment Do you think one of the issues Possibly could be The, the captaincy and the leadership With Adrian Strauss Obviously saying before this tour That he's stepping down as captain You talk about that long term plan and, and having somebody leading a team uh, And a squad long term Do you think that could be an issue Within that, that set up?
3: Unfortunately, I never played under, under Audrey but I know that Phillips actually spoke to me about Audrey and he's a fantastic leader. I know that he, he wears his heart and his sleeve, and he's you know incredibly proud of of, of the work that they've done over there. The, the, the tour hasn't gone as well as they wanted it is this year, but you know I'm always I understand from being inside a setup that hasn't gone well all the time that sports is a very cyclical thing, and it often needs time just to go around, full round the clock, start again, and and be on their way for the next time they're there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Carl, thank you so much for everything you've done for, for SA Rugby. And I know it's not goodbye just yet, but uh, we, we look forward to seeing you in action. And who knows, maybe, maybe another Olympic Games in, in that body of yours. We'll have to wait and see.
3: <laughs> Brad, thank you very much. I appreciate that positivity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take care, mate.
3: Have a good night. Cheers.
0: Welcome to this one-minute break in your day. Breathe deeply as the tension melts away. Become aware of the rhythmic rise and fall of your chest. And relax. Let the stress of standing in a queue leave your body and mind forever. The coughing woman with a crying baby at the front of the queue floats away on a cloud, never to return. The specks of dandruff on the man's shoulders in front of you turns into snowflakes as you find yourself drinking hot chocolate in a log cabin in Switzerland. Let the thought of never queuing to pay your TV license free your mind and your schedule forever. Get your zen back by paying your TV license online, anywhere, anytime. That's how we make a difference. And exhale. History will be made this Thursday as the Proteus play in their first ever day-night test in Adelaide. South Africa will also look to complete a 3-0 series whitewash victory over Australia, and you can catch regular updates right here on SAFM. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource.
1: Well, there's been lots of football action both domestically and in Europe uh, last night. There's a lot more to look forward to this evening as well, but man alive. Uh, some of the results last night in the UEFA Champions League. We join now by football pundit Erfan Adam. Erfan, welcome onto the show. What was happening uh, between Borussia Dortmund and, and Warsaw? It, did both teams decide they were playing without a goalkeeper? That was incredible.
4: This is the first time I saw two teams playing with a ten zero zero one formation.
1: <laughs> ten up front, I'm
4: sure. Ten up front. That's <laughs> what it looked like.
1: It's incredible. Eight 4 the result. Uh, I mean, most of the action came in the in the first half, but gee, it was a free for all.
4: I covered the game, and there were holes in the defense everywhere. Both teams just went at each other, and both teams showed that uh, if you can go to uh, go to and throw and and go attack attack. It's possible to score such goals. And they broke a long-standing record, if I'm not mistaken. From 2003, they scored the most goals ever in a Champions League encounter. But it was certainly one for the fans. I know Borussia Dortmund coach Thomas Tuchel wasn't too pleased at conceding four goals, especially to Legia. But uh, they've certainly provided some sort of element in this season's Champions League. I mean, they held Real Madrid to a 3-3 draw, and I mean, Real were lucky to get away with the draw in that game. And here yeah, they go to the Borussia Stadium and uh, score four goals against Borussia Dortmund, only to lose the game 8-4. <laughs> so uh, they might have a bit of an unwanted record of conceding 24 goals already in the group stages. But uh, they certainly provided entertainment.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. The goal difference at the moment in their group, they've played five. The goal difference is 16, minus 16, which is, uh, I've never seen anything like that. It's incredible. Let's talk about some of the other results. It was uh, an interesting night. Win for Real Madrid uh, away from home. I mean, we, we probably would have said that beforehand, that they should pick up maximum points. But another good win for, for Leicester City. They were playing at home, but their impressive uh, run in Europe continues.
4: And the funny thing is, is that they've got more points in the Champions League than they have in the league. So <laughs> it's a bit of a jekyll and hyde story that they, they uh, seem to be performing so well in Europe, and uh, they, they just can't seem to get it right in the league. Uh, but yeah, the tale continues And I know Claudio Ranieri would definitely be over the moon at the result Topping their group in the first at the first time of asking So yeah, I definitely want to remember for Leicester City
1: That's incredible It wasn't uh, that much of a night to remember for Tottenham Hotspur Though they went down 2-1 away from home to Monaco Disappointing for, for Spurs
4: Yeah, definitely so I think they took the Champions League for granted a bit Because uh, when you look at the approach It's almost uh, They were drawn against uh, Monaco in the Europa League Last season And they simply Hammered them They had no answers To uh, whatever Spurs threw at them And uh, When I watched them Yesterday I, feel, I felt almost As if they've Underestimated the French team Who are by no means An easy team To beat Because I mean They're flying high In, uh, in the French league And uh, they, they're consistent Champions League Performers So yeah Harry Gaines Blamed it on the Wembley factor Which could play a part But, I mean, if you qualify for the Champions League, you've got to prove yourself.
1: Yep, no doubt. Uh, Looking ahead to tonight's action, a couple of interesting matches uh, to look forward to uh, tonight. Looking at uh, Arsenal, first of all, against PSG. That should be an absolute cracker in Group A. Both teams played four. They've both won three, lost one on ten points. This could be the decider of who wins the group.
4: Yeah, definitely so. It's uh it, as you said, it's a straight shootout for Tom spot in the group. And uh if there's a team who know about the perils of finishing second in the group, if I may put it that way, it's uh Arsenal because uh they've often been found wanting in Europe and they've had a heavy handed draw if I may put it that way. We all know that they've been drawn drawing against Barcelona and by Munich in the knockout phase, so yeah, quite simply, a winner takes all comp- uh, uh, contest at the Emirates tonight.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Looking at, at Group C, Barcelona are in action tonight. They're away uh, against Celtic. Celtic bottom of uh, bottom of that group. Barcelona should be too strong, but the the other match in that group should be interesting: uh, Manchester City against that German team, Borussia Mönchengladbach. And 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 again, this is one that could turn out to be uh, who finishes second. Although uh, Gladbach or Borussia have have uh, conceded more goals than, than City, so it could come down to goal difference. But uh, if they win tonight, it could throw a cat amongst the pigeons.
4: Yeah, I think, uh, City should be too strong for a German team, but, uh, <laughs> I just love that, uh, that little adage that goes on with Borussia and Gladbach. Uh, but yeah, like you said, uh, City should be too strong for them on paper, but, uh, Gladbach have, haven't been in the best of form domestically, both home and away, and they've, uh, they've only, they're currently 13th in the Bundesliga, which is an 18-team league. So uh, yeah, City in the form that they're in, and with Yaya Toure back amongst the mix, would you have imagined that uh, a few weeks ago? Uh, yeah, I think City should be too strong for them. But having said uh, what you said about Barcelona and Celtic, uh, that's by no means a foregone conclusion. Remember a couple of years ago, I mean, when Celt- playing, there was nothing more magical in Europe than playing at Celtic Park on a European evening. So Scottish fans are absolutely passionate. And, uh, they've proven to be the proverbial 12th man in the past. Uh, they've already slain Barcelona a couple of seasons ago. So, yeah, it's, uh, Barcelona with all to do. And, uh, remember they come into this one on the back of a goalless draw against, uh, Malaga at the weekend, trailing Real Madrid even further. And with the Clasico looming, I wonder what, uh, 11 Luis Enrique is going to pick, especially given that Messi missed out at the weekend.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then there's uh, some Group B action to look forward to tonight as well. And- I mean, on paper, if you look at this group, it's uh, n- none of the, the big teams like the Barcelonas or the Real Madrids, but uh, this group is probably turning out to be the tightest uh, of, of who's going to go through and, and some interesting matches tonight.
4: Yeah, definitely so. Napoli looking good, but uh, needing a result. So is the Sigtas and Benfica. So uh, the only team that's not in that group that's uh, going to be one to look out for is uh, well the only team that's already out I would say Dinamo Kiev but Napoli uh, should be too strong for Dinamo Kiev uh, while the other game the Besiktas-Benfica game is the one to look out for Besiktas very good at home uh, Benfica not too good on their travels and there's a bit of a, a a side story there when they met a couple of weeks back in the group phase and um I think it was Besiktas that conceded a free kick late on and a player by the, ender, uh, by the name of Anderson Taliska stepped up to take the free kick. He leveled matters for Benfica, uh, for Besiktas rather, and uh, there's too many Bs in this group. <laughs> and, uh, it just so happened that he equalized against his parent club to keep the group wide open.
1: Wow. Well, it's going to be interesting. Lots of uh, great football action to look forward to tonight. Uh, as I said, both in Europe and domestically, lots of uh, PSL actions to look forward to tonight as well. Everyone, thank you very much for your time once again. Much appreciated. Enjoy the footy this evening and we'll chat soon. Sure.
4: Looking forward to our next chat already.
0: The South African State Theater presents Umshado, conceived and directed by Bukho Sibulukwe. Umshado tells the story of a young Setswana men's journey from the northwest to the capital city. Umshado captures the magic and diverse beauty of African cultures through dialogue, music, and energetic dance. Don't miss Umshatu, From the 14th to the 26th of November in the Drama Theater, book now at Compute Ticket or at the South African State Theater. The South African State Theater, a celebration of excellence. It took decades for South Africa to have the constitution it has today. The least we can do is take a few seconds to understand it. Section 32 of the Bill of Rights states that everyone has the right of access to any information held by the state and any information held by another person, and that is required for the protection, protection on, on, any, on rights. any rights. SAFM. We can't put a price on our constitution, but we can remind you about its infinite worth. And that's what makes us South Africa's news and information leader. How you cool down this summer it's is up to you. you. We're here to keep things heated. heated. SAFM. Keeping the temperature soaring all summer. SAFM Sports Wrap.
1: Well, we continue now as we look ahead to the SA Sports Awards, which are taking place uh, just around the corner, actually. One of the nominees joins us now, and we were lucky enough to speak to him straight after his race at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. He's a bronze medalist in the triathlon. Henry Skuman, nominated uh, in the Best Newcomer uh, of the Year Awards. Uh, Henry, welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap tonight. Thanks for joining us again.
5: How's it, Brad? Yeah, thanks for having me here. It will be nice to chat to
1: you, uh, the last time we spoke, like I said, you had literally just crossed the line in Rio. Obviously, the dust has settled, and it's uh, sunk in now properly. How's your life changed since then, Henry? Yeah,
5: thanks. Uh, it's been really busy. It's been a roller coaster ride. Actually, a month later, exactly a month later, I went on to win my first Grand Finale uh, World Series race in, in Mexico. So that kind of just, yeah, it was a brilliant end to the year. And, uh, yeah, I was just really busy. Uh, a, a lot more well known now and uh getting around doing a lot of interviews guest speaking appearances uh yeah i' really enjoying that and Right now, just getting back into some training and boarding for the next year.
1: Henry, let's talk about that that win in Mexico. Obviously, in, at the Olympics, there was a l- there was lots of talk uh, about you bursting onto the scene and winning bronze, having not been on the podium in a in a in a World Series race. Did you almost feel that that win in Mexico vindicated you? That uh, a lot of people were doubting you and thought, oh, you know what, the flash in the pan. he was lucky he got bronze, and you proved that you you belong where where, where you are with that bronze medal.
5: Yes, definitely. Uh, I, I showed a lot of people, you know, it's not just uh, one, one shot. Uh, I proved myself again. I was definitely the underdog going to the, the Olympics. I, I was not the one to that a lot of bargained on for a medal, um, but I showed a lot of people wrong. And, and, again, I had a lot of critics doubting me for the final. And uh, so I proved them even better and uh, took top steps. So it was a, was a good one just to, for myself, my confidence. And to show everyone that uh, I'm definitely one to look out for.
1: Confidence is a is a big thing in in professional sport, and, and often that's the difference between winning and losing. This season for you's been a real breakthrough season, uh, and and obviously now you're building up for the next one. You you must be going into the new season with a lot of belief in in what you've been able to do in the last uh, season, and 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 going in with uh, with confidence must be must be quite nice.
5: Yes, definitely. I think confidence is. Uh, is a big thing mentally uh it can really make or break you as an athlete and i think i've been kind of trying to prove myself over the years and with with that olympics i i broke through and uh, i think that showed again in mexico where i just knew i had the abilities to to be the best in the world and uh that showed so building up into the new year um really confident in my abilities and uh Really looking forward to a strong performance next year again. And, you know, I'm hungry for more. I still have the the goal to be world champion. And, you know, in four, four years' time, hopefully take that top step.
1: Let's talk about the SA Sports Awards. You are, you obviously be nominated as uh, newcomer of the year, which is which is interesting because anyone who's who's known your your career, you you're not brand new in the sport. You you've been around for a while. You've been working really hard the last few years. So it's 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 one of those things that it it almost takes a uh, uh, a few years to become an overnight success. But you must be pretty tough to the nomination. Yeah, of course,
5: success doesn't come overnight. And uh, you know I've been. I've been there, I broke out onto the world circuit in 2013. And, you know, it's been a, a couple years, two years in the making where I've just slowly been building that experience, building that strength. And the last two years I've been, I've been there, but, you know, just not, I haven't been able to get onto that podium. I've been a, sh- come shy a couple of times. And yeah, this year just, you know, broke through and, uh, it's, it's an amazing opportunity to be selected a nominee for Newcomer of the Year. I think it's a great honor, and uh, to be able to be a nominee at the SA Sports Awards is a great feeling, so really excited about that.
1: Particularly with the athletes that you are being recognised alongside, and, and there can only obviously be one winner in each category. But as as far as all the categories go, I mean, there, there's some incredible athletes in in this country, and uh, and you're up there with uh, with with all of them. It's a nice chance to to dress up and 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 not be in your tri suit for a change, and, and and put a suit on and and just enjoy the night with with some of the biggest names in South African sport. Yes,
5: definitely, it's 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 a great opportunity to you know, be recognized among these uh, great names in South Africa. And, yeah, it's nice to suit up a little bit, better than uh, training clothes or the tri-suit. But, yeah, it's been happening a little bit more recently, and it's, it's nice, you know. I get to bring my partner, my girlfriend, along with me to some of these events, so we have a good time
1: and you you your girlfriend obviously success in in any sport comes with sacrifices and 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 a strong support team i know she's been along with with for the ride for a long time and she's been a real big solid pillar of support for you
5: yes definitely uh we we've been dating five and a half years and you know we've come from uh we started dating when i was literally no one and we've been through all the, the tough struggles we've been through all the victories and you know we've been through the thick and thin of things things and uh, definitely been that pillar of support and also to just help maintain a, a balanced lifestyle as well so it's uh, yeah, it's been really good for me
1: well Henry best of luck uh, for those awards you nominated uh, alongside Brad Binder Moto GP3 world champion uh, also in that category of newcomer of the year uh, is another youngster by the name of Ntano Mushlangu. so best of luck to you and to the other nominees so I'm sure you're going to have a great night and we look forward to catching up again soon
5: Yes, thank you. And may the best person win. And yeah, good luck to
0: them. both as well.
1: SAFM Sports Ramp and that's it for the show tonight don't forget you can be in touch just uh, look us up on social media you can uh, get in touch with SAFM Radio or myself uh, at BigBradBrown is where you'll find me across all the platforms thank you for listening and thank you to my producer Siobhan Tetty tonight as well and uh, we're back again tomorrow evening at the PSL Radio Show Sekonjala I'll be on PM Live with more sport more sport for you tomorrow morning though with uh, Janet Whitten on AM Live don't forget the cricket as well we'll have live crossings uh, throughout the third and final test between the pro and uh, uh, Australia. Uh, it's uh, third and final. Let's hope it's uh, the whitewash test. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock it is the talk shop with Naledi Maleo. Right now though it is 7 o'clock in time for your news.